Hi there, and welcome to episode 51 of the Smart English Coach podcast, the podcast which helps you get to advanced English level fast. In this episode, I want to talk about repetition and how it helps your fluency, accuracy, and confidence in English. Repeating things in a mindful, intentional way is one of the ways that you can get really good at something and especially good at a language. And when I say repeating, I don't mean those old-style school punishments when students had to write the same sentence again and again. Instead, you can think of repetition as being like practicing before an event or finding ways to use new language. Here are three examples for you. And the first one is vocabulary repetition. One of my most popular podcast episodes is when I interviewed a student, Paul, about his method for learning vocabulary, which is called spaced repetition. This is podcast episode four, and I'll put the link in the show notes. Basically, spaced repetition is when you look at a new word at intervals, at spaces, after the first time you try to learn it. Paul has a very organised method for looking again at new words. So he looks again after one day, after three days, after a week and so on. And this is very good practice. We need to see a word or a phrase a number of times before we can remember it or use it spontaneously. But there are some other ideas for vocabulary repetition. You can write the new word in your own sentence and use paper and pen if you can, rather than a computer. Then speak that sentence out aloud. It really helps to work out how to pronounce the new word, especially when it's with other words in the sentence. It's also a very good idea to check that you understand the grammar of the word and whether it's formal or not. Or you could try some word association techniques. Maybe draw a picture of the new word or find an association. So this could be a sound association. An example here is for the word buzz, the sound that an insect makes. And that actually sounds like a z. So buzz and z. There you have a really nice sound association. Or, of course, you could find a more personal association. But whatever it is, you're using a different part of your brain to make a connection and use the new word or phrase. Essentially, you're repeating it, but in a different way. So let's move on now to speaking repetition. If you know that you have to give a presentation at work, you'll probably practice it a few times. You'll probably also rehearse the questions that you might get. And this is a very good example of repetition. But there are other times that you can use repetition to help your fluency and confidence. For example, in your introduction. When people meet you for the first time, is there something that you say to introduce who you are and what you do? For example, my introduction is, I help busy professionals get to an advanced level of English. It's short and sweet, and because I say this and write it often, I feel confident. 
I don't hesitate or trip over the words. So think about your introduction. Practice it until you feel confident that you can say it without hesitating. Another example of speaking repetition is for job interview questions. Now, you can't always predict the questions that you will get, but you will probably get some variation of tell me about yourself or why do you want this job? And these two questions are more or less the same. You'll need to say a couple of things about your career history and then move on to why this new job is right for you. And as it's often the first question you'll get in a job interview, knowing your answer really well will give you confidence for the rest of the interview. Another time that you can use speaking repetition is for funny stories and anecdotes. So these are great when you first meet someone, but they do need practice. You'll need to know when to pause, where to emphasize, and you probably also have a funny ending. Again, when you can tell a funny story or anecdote well, it will give you confidence. Another time when repetition is great for speaking is when you want to give your opinion on news stories and issues. When someone asks you what you think about something, it's really helpful to be able to answer without hesitating. It makes you feel that you have something interesting to say and this really helps when you're speaking a second language. As you no doubt know, one of the difficulties speaking a different language is that it can make you feel less like an adult. You know how to express your opinion in your first language, but you don't always have the extensive vocabulary to express yourself fully in English. The really important thing about repetition for speaking is that it allows you to be your best self. And this is also something I talked about a couple of episodes ago in the episode How to Feel Powerful When You Speak English. Repeating what you want to say a few times helps you feel more confident in your vocabulary choice and it helps you to better remember what you want to say. I use repetition as a coaching tool in my English fluency club as well. Once a month I ask people to prepare some speaking which they can send to me for feedback. I encourage them to practice a few times before the final recording so that they send me their best version possible. I'm doing a workshop on this soon and I'll put the link to that in the show notes as well. And then finally, pronunciation repetition. The muscles that we use to speak English aren't always the same muscles that you use to speak your first language. So repeated practice is essential for you to move your mouth in the right way. And here are some ways that you can use repetition to improve your pronunciation. First one, for contrasting sounds. So if your first language doesn't distinguish between i and e or v and w, for example, then repeated practice will help, especially for the words that you find difficult. Another time you can use it is for word stress. So two examples that seem particularly difficult are the words manage and develop. So the stress in manage is on the first syllable, not in the second. It's manage, not manage. And the stress in develop is in the second syllable, develop, not in the first syllable, develop. 
So repeated practice here can help you eliminate word stress mistakes. And then the other area where repetition can help is with linking between sounds. So say a simple sentence slowly, then gradually increase the speed. Notice how your mouth will automatically find ways to link the sounds. Here's an example for you. It's a quarter to eight. Say that a little bit faster. It's a quarter to eight. It's a quarter to eight. And you've got linking between it's and a, it's a, and between two and eight. You have a little what sound, to eight. It's a quarter to eight. And another example for you, it's a quarter past four. If you say that a little faster, you get it's a quarter past four. It's a quarter past four. Again, you've got the linking between it's and a, it's a. And then between past and four, you're going to drop that t sound. Past four becomes past four, past four. It's a quarter past four. And one final example of repetition for pronunciation. This is when you listen to the same few seconds of dialogue and write down what you hear. It's great listening practice, but it also helps you to use more than one skill. So you're listening and then writing. Combining skills like this is another way to repeat and practice in English. I'd love to know how you use repetition for English confidence and fluency. You can get in touch with me on my contact page and that's smartenglishcoach.com slash contact. If this is your first time on the podcast, then welcome. Make sure you never miss an episode and subscribe to the podcast. You can do this by going to the page smartenglishcoach.com and then scroll down to subscribe. And I also have a favour to ask you. If you enjoyed this episode and found it useful or helpful, please consider leaving a review or a rating. Reviews and ratings will help other people to find the podcast. And you can do this by just going to the platform where you normally listen to podcasts. So that could be Apple or Google or Spotify, for example. And finally, I'll put the links both to the vocabulary episode and the free workshop in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Speak soon. Speak soon.